Hey, 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 what's up, world? It's your boy, G-Shop, everybody, favorite baby daddy, voice of the street, man. And today, we in Chicago with it. Now, let me tell y'all this story, y'all. Um, I'm not going to use this woman's name because it's already all in the paper. Y'all might have seen the Chicago police, they just had to award this woman $2.9 million for something that happened you know, in 2019. So what happened is, basically, the police, they raided the wrong house. You may say, how can this happen? Oh, this happens in the ghetto a lot, y'all. You hear me? It happens a lot. The police raid the wrong house all the time because they get the information before an unreliable source, y'all. <clears throat> unreliable source, that means they'll take the word of a snitch, anybody, dope fiend, crackhead, they'll take anybody's word. Now, let me back up and tell y'all what happened. So they got this information. They looking for a man with a gun. They kicks the woman dough down with no warning. She had just got off work, y'all. So she's basically changing from her street clothes to her night clothes. And she's basically buck naked. She hadn't even put on her gown or whatever. And they hit the door. They catch us her in the nude, y'all. The police are so disrespectful. They handcuff her and got her standing up buck naked in her living room. And she telling them, hey, you got to have the wrong house. I don't have no gun. Ain't no man that would lived here. Not with me. I've been living here four years. You got to have the wrong house. Police ain't trying to hear y'all. They hear this shit all the time from people, so they don't be even listening to basically what it is. They they tone it out. That's why you see when they have people on the ground and they saying stuff like, I can't breathe. It seemed like they just so cruel. No, they just not listening, y'all. They train not to hear that. That's, it's not right, but this is what they do. So they're not listening to this woman. They got her handcuffed in her living room, like I said, fuck nigga. Ain't none one of these right officers thought to give her a blanket, no cover, or no nothing, y'all. Nothing. They left the woman standing up. They got body cameras on and everything. They just watching her. They searching the house and the, they didn't find no gun or none of that, you know. And you know, this is how small the world is, y'all. Finally, a female officer, they tried to put a blanket on her, but she handcuffed and she's moving around, the blanket keep falling off her. Instead of them saying, let me slip some pants on you, they attitude is we can't touch it. They call for a female, took her a few minutes to get there, and the female detective or a female officer finally came and took her in the bathroom and let her put on some clothes. Let me tell y'all who the female officer is. The female officer is the woman that just got killed last year on the traffic stop. Guy shot her in the head and shot her partner. She died. Her partner survived. She's deceased. I won't use her name either, but y'all from Chicago, y'all familiar with this. The information that they got to search this woman's house come from an informant, or should we say a snitch. 
It's all different kinds of things. A snitch is worse than a informant, y'all. A snitch would do anything to save his ass when he catch a case. He'll tell them stuff, even lies. You hear me? Lies. He would make up an address. Tell them it's a kilo of cocaine in there, a gun and all this, and it might not be nothing in the house, or it could be a small-time drug dealer dealing with $10 worth of stuff, and he'll tell the police that the man is dealing with kilos. That get their antennas up. Instead of them investigating this, it's so easy to get a search warrant, y'all. They just go talk to the judge, somebody they deal with every day, or they'll go to the grand jury and indict any name. Y'all hear the joke they can indict a ham sandwich? Well, tell me what crime have a fucking ham sandwich ever committed besides uh, <laughs> fucking your insides up or making your stomach hurt or something. You know, eat pork, you know what it is, but you know what I mean? Tell me what a ham sandwich ever did. Nothing. But they will indict a ham sandwich, y'all. That's how thirsty that is. And, they, and if it's a black ham sandwich, oh my God, that's going to be even worse. He might have two indictments. You hear me? He might have two indictments. And they had this woman in her living room all that time. And let me tell you, like I said, where they got the information from. I was getting back to the word snitch. So this person, whoever he was, well, we know who he was, but I'm not going to use no name. He fed him all this bogus information. Come to find out he's a career drug dealer. He'd been, he'd been in the penitentiary five times. And they taking his word because sometimes these guys get arrested so much, y'all, that they know the police. And especially if they telling them stuff, they know the police. So they give him a break over here and uh, let him do his dirty work over there. They give him a break over here and he do his dirty work over there. But what the problem is, when this person is breaking the law so much, he's running into so many law enforcement officers. He get busted by the police on the west side. They let him go. He come out south, get busted on the south side. Uh, they call the west side. They let him go again. He go up north, get busted again. Everywhere he go, he keep getting busted because he's a career criminal. And that's what he do. And every time he get in the jam to wiggle his way out, he give them a little bit more information. And they keep taking it from him. Some of it be a hit, some of it be a miss. Most time it be just BS, y'all. A lot of time it just be bullshit. This here whole address was definitely bullshit. They just busted this guy again, had a bunch of hair on him. He threw it out the car and tried to run from it. They arrested him. Guess who car he in? I don't want to put them all out there, but uh, the car is connected to Chicago Police Officer. Eternal Affairs Division. It's a female lady. I think it was her niece or something driving with this guy. Maybe she was taking him somewhere. I ain't saying she was involved, y'all. I didn't say that. All I say is he was in her car. Now, we know neighborhood people get to know each other. Denise could have been just simply giving him a ride. Auntie worked for law enforcement, so what? She might have was giving him a ride, and uh, he was dirty, and the police tried to stop him, and he tried to throw the stuff out the car. 
but he's one of the guys that gave him the information that led to this woman's house. Now, you heard about what I just said about him. So, okay, to them, he, he, he might be a credible source to a certain extent, but he's not. They already know he's trying to wiggle his way out of jail. They already know that. You know, if the police did their own work and stopped worrying about information from informants and uh, snitches, they'll be better off. And informants are a little different from snitches, y'all, because informant could be anybody. That's just somebody giving them information. If you gave them information, technically, you are informant. Technically. You know, most people don't cooperate with them. But sometimes, if you do, even for something simple, that technically makes you an informant. A former, this could be somebody that say, hey, yeah, I seen him when he shot that boy. He ran in that uh, yellow house. But leave me out of it. You know, and they don't want their name and none of that in it. Then you have confidential informants. These are people that give them uh, information on a regular basis. And they not going to never tell nobody who they are. They don't want you to know who they is. So they, they put the word like confidential in front of it, meaning you're supposed to have the right to face your accuser. But if it's a confidential informant, they won't give you that right because they like, uh, we putting his life in danger if we let people know who he is. It's always a catch-22 in the law somewhere. They break it and bend the rules. That's why lawyers do that. It always find loopholes somewhere. That's why sometimes people can get 50 years, go to court, and give it all back. Because a lot of time, it be made up bullshit, y'all. You can go to jail with $5 worth of shit. And when you get in front of that judge, he'll say you had $500 worth of shit. And you be like, man, I had $5 worth of this. That ain't what they said, though. When I was young, the police used to tell me stuff like that. I'm going to whoop you with the pen. I didn't understand it. When I was young, I, I remember going to jail for small things like arrested. Do you know it's a different but just the way they word thing? Like, for instance, a simple possession carry one to three. But possession with the intent to deliver carries like four to 15, six to 30. It's basically the same charge. But just putting that possession with the intent to deliver mean you was finna sell it for sale and profit. That's a different statute. You get, you know, sentence different. Possessing mean you was just a user. They sentence you different. And uh, that's just a different wording. But until you start getting caught up in the system, and if you don't know the law, you don't know that. You don't know that that possession with the intent to deliver go get you another two years. You don't know that. And sometimes that's why it's good to have paid lawyers because when you have them public defenders, they want you to jump out the window quick. You know, penitentiary delivery is what they call the PD. They go send you to the penitentiary quick as they can. I heard another man crack a joke say, only thing go beat you to the penitentiary is the headlights on the goddamn bus. You hear me? That's the only thing gonna beat you to the penitentiary if you got a PD. 
So you guys out here running the street, if you ain't got bond money, you need to get in another business. Y'all need to learn how to put some money up and do things. Y'all need to stop listening to the old guys and trying to act like the information they try to give you ain't invaluable. You stay love like, oh, he an old head. He's speaking in past tense. You going to be speaking in past tense sooner or later too, bro. Just keep living. At least he's still around and speaking to past tense. Because some of you little guys, y'all ain't living long enough to even speak in no past tense. And you try to act like uh, it's bad for an old-timer to reminisce on the good times or something he did. That's something he made it through. Do you understand? Every movie you watch was based off past tense. And you act like it's a sin for OG to speak on his past. Like, oh, uh, you downing him because you say, ah, oh, OG speaking on past, talking about what he used to do. Yeah, because so eventually you got to grow out of something. You can't keep doing the same thing forever, man. You can't do the same thing forever. So if you change your life, change your ways, and you want to speak on the stuff you used to do, okay, go ahead, man. Don't let these young guys make you feel bad because you uh, can tell a good story about something that happened a few years back. Most of the young boys want to hear, but some of them try to play you down. Like, like, ah, oh, man, you're old business, man. You old business. Yeah, okay. In a few years, you're going to be old business, too. Because if you think you got a better plan to making it out the dope game, then the other guys have something wrong with you. We all know how the dope game go in. I done read that book a hundred times, and it ends the same way every time. You go make a little money, but them people go show up. And they might lose your ass in the system. You keep playing. You keep throwing rocks at the penitentiary events, you go break a window, bro. You feel me? You go break a window. You guys keep your head up, man, try to stay out the way. Some of you young guys, y'all die so fast, man. I'm talking about it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And you know, they, I, I heard them say, the nigga say it proudly. I, I die for the block, bro. The block ain't yours. You know, we all the same color. We all the same color. But yeah, they say that shit proudly. Oh, I die for the block. Okay, but well, go ahead. You know, go ahead, man. Do what you do. Just leave the grown folks alone. That's all I want y'all to do. Let us live, relax, and if we want to reminisce, we go reminisce. But other people will be reminiscing about you if you don't change your ways. You feel me? It's your boy G. Trump. Everybody, faith, baby, daddy, watch the street. I'm out. <laughs>